This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success, the podcast designed to inspire you and give you actionable information to enhance, up-level, reimagine, and reinvent your life and your livelihood. No matter where you started, where you are now, or where you've been, you too can lead an authentic, first-class life. Each week, new stories of turning points and transformation will help you define what success means to you so you can live your best life on your terms. Now here's your host, first-class life mentor and certified Profiting From Your Passions coach, Kate Bessler. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success. I'm your host, Kate Fessler, and this week, my guest is an encore visit from style expert, Sharon Haver. You do all the work or don't even know where to start, but you're getting buried alive in a sea of samies. Sharon Haver knows that positioning is the new currency. You must step into your star power if you want to easily earn what you deserve and live the life others only dream about. Sharon has a three-decade career in style and entrepreneurship, which has led her or her work being seen in the media nearly a thousand times. Sharon is the founder of FocusOnStyle.com, online since 1999, a personal brand success strategist, speaker, a former syndicated newspaper columnist, and a 15-year veteran as a New York fashion photography stylist with a business degree in marketing. Sharon began her styling career as a leading New York fashion stylist where her work ran the gamut from styling Vogue covers with major jewels and couture clothes to making polyester sweats look great in ads so that you would actually want to wear them. Somewhere in between, she also styled catalogs and advertisements for top department stores, big name brands, magazine editorials, as well as celebrities and supermodels. Halfway through her career, Sharon left the lure of working on fashion photo shoots to assist other women to feel the same boost in their self-confidence that she did when she dressed well. She wanted to share her pro-style tips with real women rather than the fantasy that she was creating on the photo set. Sharon's heart is with the everyday woman like you and me. Sharon brought her behind-the-scenes insider tips and tricks to women everywhere with her Focus on Style fashion advice column on the Scripps Howard News Service that was distributed to 400 newspapers each week. The print column, in combination with her BBA degree in marketing and entrepreneurial spirit, led the way to bootstrapping FocusOnStyle.com. Now in its 19th year online, way before the job title fashion blogger was ever coined. Sharon's the creator of Simply Amazing Headshots, where anyone can achieve pro-like photos on their own, as well as the creator of the Say Chic Crash Course, where Sharon helps women think like a stylist and rule their own personal chic with her step-by-step style mentoring system, inspired by her three decades in the style industry. Sharon channels her expertise to allow you to fully show up so you can confidently be position to get high-level clients and opportunities while being the best at being you. Her latest venture is host of the Seven Days to Amazing podcast. Recent guests include Carson Kressley, Joan Juliet Buck, Larry Winget, and Allison Levine. Sharon starred in her own Macy's TV commercial as the fashion guru, has been a spokesperson and influencer for major brands, and her Master Your Look essay is included in the lifestyle book, 65 Things to Do When You Retire, alongside notable achievers such as President Jimmy Carter and Gloria Steinem. Sharon has been featured in television, radio, print, and online media as such as Real Simple Magazine, CNN.com, MarthaStewart.com, Oprah.com, Elle, The New York Times, The Los Angeles Times, Forbes.com, Racked, and more. Personally, she is thrilled to have had the opportunity to spend an evening with her style idol, Audrey Hepburn. 
her new book, Style Word, Fashion Quotes for Real Style, reached number one in two bestseller categories. This book is the ultimate cheat sheet to upgrade your look with beauty tips, style snippets, and fashion quotes for solid image advice and motivation to elevate your everyday chic style, whether you need introductory stylist advice or a wardrobe refresher. First impressions are made in under seven seconds. In the modern visual world, how you look is how you are perceived. Whether you want to succeed in business, light up a room, feel confident, or be age appropriate, how you show up in every way speaks volumes. As an internationally recognized style expert with a combined background in the business of marketing, female entrepreneurship, and visual messaging, Sharon is a personal brand success strategist to women who want to be seen as an influencer so they can get the high-level clients and opportunities they desire. You can grab her free ebook, How to Look Great in Photos, at howtolookgreatinphotos.com. Welcome, Sharon. Hey, thank you, Kate. I love being an encore guest. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, you have been on a, a guest on this podcast before, so I don't want to go too in-depth on your background. But for those who didn't listen to that show and who may have gotten lost in your bio, <laughs> give us a brief oh, history so. of your life and career. Um, well, the, the, I guess the shortest one was I grew up in, in Brooklyn, which if people aren't familiar with Brooklyn, New York, now everybody wants to go to Brooklyn because they think it's like so cool. But when I was lived in Brooklyn, I was like, get me out of here. It's just so <laughs> close to Manhattan, so close to New York as you think of it. And, you know, I came from a pretty middle class background and um, my mother was very adept at having us live the life that she wanted us to live with the money we had and the limited means and knowing really how to stretch a dime. And I got chubby at one point. I gained weight. I, I had, oh, God, I think it was when I had um, a kidney infection, and I just chunked out a bit, and I was feeling really neurotic, and my mother made me feel better about myself by dressing me in designer clothes. So remember, we didn't have much money. So we went to the store called Lomans where they had designer clothes and the labels were all ripped out. And I learned from this hodgepodge of stuff how to find things that were good because the seaming, the style, the construction, and how to, you know, and how to make, make myself feel good by the way I presented myself. And, you know, people would be like, oh, you're the best dressed girl in school. Oh, you know how to do that. I wanted everyone else to, to learn how to feel good from their clothes as I did from a young age. And, you know, regardless of money or background or privilege or not or, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, thrift shops, Lowman's, you name it. I mean, it just, you could find clothes anywhere. So what happened was when it was time to go to college, my mother, I was like, I want to be a fashion. My mother was like, no, you won't. And my father had started out in advertising. I was really familiar with advertising jingles growing up. And she's like, no daughter of mine is going to be a garmental. You are not going to be in fashion. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So my second love was, you know, advertising and marketing. And I loved it because I loved how people were able to get their messages out there. I loved how there was a psychological kind of twist and turn as to what you were attracted to, what you liked, what you wanted to buy into. So I I went to school um, for marketing and I actually have a minor in abnormal psych and, and law which is kind of funky and with some PR you know PR and marketing advertising is all kind of the same umbrella and it was probably the smartest thing that I ever did I am so at the time I hated my mother for doing it I'm just so grateful because it really taught me a way of looking at the big picture of everything and positioning yourself for what you want eventually I, I 
became a New York stylist and I went on photo shoots and I did all that glamorous stuff. But I ran my own photo, you know, my own styling business for 15 years. And then I left that to the newspaper column. Again, I was running my own column, my own business. And then I founded FocusOnStyle.com back in 1999 when my son was a newborn. So I've been running my own online business since 1999. And, you know, that's everything like spiders out in a different way with, you know, books and podcasts and, you know, whatever the new media is of the moment. But I really consider myself an entrepreneur first more than anything else. And I, you know, I even had my first job in college was for a plastics trade magazine doing marketing research. Really. I had to type polypropylene and could barely type and you know, had all this uh, (laughs) white out crispy on the page. And then in my first, my first press release I ever wrote was from manhole cover epoxy. So, you know, it's like it doesn't matter if it's polypropylene manhole cover epoxy or product or positioning for your market as an entrepreneur. It really is the same same skills and making it your own. And, you know, I'm just I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> hmm. You are an expert. Let's talk about your book, Style Word, Fashion Quotes for Real Style. It is a very fun book and a quick read, one of those you can pick up and just open and find something to inspire you. Who's going to benefit from this book? I think anyone who, what I, what I found, and the reason I created the book was first, there's a, a lot of, it's motivational, it's inspirational, and there's a lot of quotes that I distilled from my newspaper column, from Focus on Style Advice column, plus I created a lot of new ones, and I broke it down into different categories. So what I found is so many people just want to get to the meat. We live in such a fast-paced world. I mean, I think we're all like the, the leftovers of the MTV generation, you know? So we all kind of want to get things that are done quickly, and sometimes you just need a way to just see what it is, to just pick something up and without being burdened by the weight of a fashion book that goes out of style in five minutes, being really empowered with the information. So I created Style Word basically to help any woman who really wants to put her hands in the closet in the morning and feel good about herself and needs a little bit of, you know, tweaking, a bit of encouragement or something to get her going. But then what I realized is so many women also need the accountability like you can give you the quick quotes you can give them the quick tips you can you know obviously I've had a pretty extensive fashion background but we all get lost without accountability we all get lost without seeing it for ourselves and in my say she crash post which is my signature style mentoring program I like to empower women with the skills to do it themselves because no one has the right to dress you you need to learn how to do it yourself every day but back to style word what happened was people were getting empowered but they were to when you read unless you're really writing it down and you have that you know hand to brain kind of action that cements it it goes in one ear and goes out the other so with style word what i created was a free daily planner that comes with it and it's um, like an 86 page daily planner so that you can find your favorite quote you can find your favorite motivational tip or stylist trick or whatever it is either in your your business style and your lifestyle whatever it is and be able to spend a couple of minutes every day with a piece of paper in hand and write it down so that you can have your own checkpoints to keep going and you could sort of have a self-assessment and I'm just the catalyst to get you there to find it within yourself. Mm-hmm. You have a quote in the foreword. It's just as easy to make an ugly choice as it is to make a fantastic choice. So why settle? How do we know if we're making an ugly choice? I mean, most people don't go into a store and say, hey, where are the ugly clothes? 
Well, yeah, I don't know, but I, they certainly buy them, don't they? We've seen them. I think there's something called a mirror. <laughs> and uh, But I think what happens with a lot of the ugly clothes is it's a psychological thing. A lot of women, and it's really sad, it's very heartbreaking for me, and, and I, I work with a lot of people to, to get them out of this because they don't know. it. Like, you don't know what you don't know. They really, they buy into all these business programs. They buy into all these marketing gurus, all these people that will give them the quick fix to do something. But they don't really learn the personal mastery to understand how to do it themselves. So they're secretly hiding. And, you know, they're out there. I'm paying to go to this event. I'm paying to be in this mastermind. I'm paying for this program. But they don't really want it to happen. They're still hiding. So by saying, oh, I I don't use fashion. I don't like fashion. I don't know. Like they think it's stupid, you know. Well, it's stupid not to. Because what it's really saying is I don't care enough about how I present myself to care about you as a client. I don't care if I come off as looking relevant or not. So why would you look at me and assume the information that I know and my expertise is relevant if I look, you know, 20 years behind the time? Or why would you want to hire me as a coach when I look like I can't even afford a new outfit? You know, and then like I said earlier, I've got clothes, thrift shops, whatever. You can get things, whatever you want. Money is not an object and, and looking on brands and looking good and feeling confident about yourself and having coming across as confident. So when there's all these ugly clothes, back in the day before there was something called the internet, you could say, oh, well, you know, I live in the middle of, you know, I don't know, Hocus Pocus Timbuktu, and we don't have any nice clothes here. And everybody in Hocus Pocus Timbuktu wears the same mint green floral pull-on pants, so what's wrong with them? But now with the internet, you can buy anything anywhere. And with the internet, especially as an entrepreneur in your own business, your brand is out there. In Facebook, you're going down the feed with celebrities, industry leaders, thought leaders, people who are really making it. So when you're sitting there and hiding and looking dumpy and frumpy and at a crutch, you're People overlook you. You know, it's just no one sees you because they go see something else. So you're really hurting yourself. And if you can't see for yourself how you're showing up, take my word, other people will see for you. And just today, I mean, I know this is going to air a little bit later, but I have an article that I wrote in Entrepreneur Magazine that talks about the psychological profiles of of showing up and positioning and how important your headshot is and your brand image is for an entrepreneur. So, you know, when you're looking at that ugly outfit, it's like you got to really think this is right. Does this look modern? Does this position me to be aspirational? Do I look on brand? Do I look like someone who's national? Do I look like someone that the media is going to call? Do I look like someone who's ready for, you know, a national news show? Or do I look like I could barely do the local four o'clock news and, you know, Hocus Pocus and Buxuville? You know, so you, you really need to be able to step it up in a way that you look on brand. Yeah, we all make mistakes. We all have, a, you know, things we don't like. I mean, I've put a sweater on the other day and my husband like well, actually was a coat looked at me because it was kind of a peachy parley color I never wear colors like that but I kind of liked it and I'm like really and wherever I call people like oh I love that color on you that looks good I'm like yeah well there you go ask him you know I made a really big mistake but <laughs> he might think it's hideous but you know it's just you gotta just you, I think 
the more important thing than anything is to look in your brand, to look congruent, to look believable, to look aspirational, and look like someone who knows what's going on so people want to look, listen to what you have to say. And if wearing ugly clothes is making you feel better because you're hiding, then you really need to get into yourself and go, what are you hiding from and what are you afraid to achieve that you're putting yourself in this position where you're basically shooting yourself in the foot? Mm-hmm. And there's something important about consistency too, right? So you might dress a certain way to go to a networking event or to be in in the media on stage or give a talk, Uh, but you really need to sort of carry that through so that if you run into someone in the grocery store, for example, you still present that polished image to to, uh, uphold that brand, right? No. <laughs> no, so I can go to the grocery no. store in my sweats. That's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I come back and forth from the gym in my sweats. You know, I have a place in in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and I have this joke: whatever you wear in Jackson Hole stays in Jackson Hole. I think that if you're if you're making good choices in what you wear, right? You're if you're looking for clothing that is is decent looking, that's nice looking, that's flattering to you, it will peter down into everything that you wear. I know we were in a program, someone said, well, you're on a plane, you should look like a speaker. I'm like, what the heck does a speaker wear? When I'm on a plane, I want to be comfortable, you know? But I know that I'm comfortable, and I'm not wearing those white, boxy, disgusting sneakers, and I'm not wearing some, like, weird rib cardigan jacket and some strange color with a turquoise scarf you know I'm wearing casual clothes in my vibe in my mood so I if you see me I might be casual I might not look dressed up I work from home so you know I wear casual clothes all the time if I if we had a zoom or I had a zoom with a client or I was doing a webinar like yesterday I was doing a bunch of summit interviews and they were video I know how to style myself up to them but you know I still wearing what I've been wearing all day below and my layers underneath are the same so I think it's it's if you start I have this saying that styles a lot like cooking so you know when you go and you get tomato and mozzarella salad right you can either have the burrata salad or you can have the tomato and mozzarella salad so you go to the store and there's nothing better than a beautiful heirloom tomato, even one of those ugly organic tomatoes that are just delicious and they just ooze flavor and they're wonderful and they have that their right kind of gushiness to them as opposed to that pink, hard, disgusting tomato you can get in the supermarket that just has no taste and no substance. And you can go take that basil on your salad and you can get fresh basil that smells wonderful and it lights up your house and it's just this wonderful or you can get like the dried basil that's been sitting in the cupboard and it's no longer bright green it's that weird sage color because it's so old and then when you get your mozzarella you can go get your fresh mozzarella that you could peel off and it's so good you can barely get get it home because you've been eating it so much and peeling it you know in the bag or you can go get the packaged stuff like like a hard lard ball that goes on top of the hard, lardy, kind of weird, pink, tasteless tomato and the dried basil and that, you know, cruddy bottle of oil that you have as opposed to really nice olive oil. It's the same salad, right? It's the same. You both have a tomato, basil, and mozzarella salad. Well, one's fantastic and the other one is like, ugh, 
really? You want me to eat that? So it's the same thing with your clothes. It's like you can be wearing a sweater. You can be wearing a T-shirt. So you don't have to be on brand all the time. But if you're finding pieces that are nice, doesn't matter if you're casual. I'm with me. It's like, oh, my God, you're going to see me without makeup and I have my dark circles hanging out. You know, but I don't wear makeup every day. I know how to put a little concealer on so I look more pulled together. And sometimes I look pretty crappy when I'm on my way back from a sweaty class at the gym or my rowing class or something. So I just think, but I'm wearing exercise clothes that are decent, that are nice, that, you know, I look like I just came from the activity I was doing. And I think that's what's important. It's like, think of that, you know, tomato, mozzarella, and basil salad. And like, am I the, the lush, delicious one? Or am I the one that like you can, airplane food is better. <laughs> yeah. We have to take a short break. When we come back, seven days to amazing. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. Back now with your host, Kate Fessler. Welcome back. You are listening to Change, Redefining Success. I'm your host, Kate Fessler, and I'm here today with style expert, Sharon Haver. Sharon, what do you mean by a sea of sameies? Well, uh, I think what happens is so many people don't want to think for themselves anymore. It's terrible. You know, they go, well, if this person is successful, like let's say Marie Forleo, right? She's, I, she once was my instructor at the crunch down the block for me. So, like, she's got all this big, lush hair, right? She's got this amazing head of hair, and she wears bright colors, and she's, you know, she was a, a fitness trainer at one time. She's got this fab body. She get all the people in her community, and then all the ones coming out, they all have that long hair, but they don't have Marie's hair. They all have these cheesy hair extensions. Like, one more <laughs> business coach with, like, 16-inch diva hair extensions and bad false eyelashes. Oh, she's good. She's got false eyelashes. I'm going to have big false eyelashes. Oh, she wears those bright, tight dresses. I'm going to wear them. Yeah, and she's like super fit and a size 4, and you're like not super fit in a size 14. Maybe it's not the same dress, you know. You could kind of spit it, but maybe not the same. So what happens is you find it in a lot of these groups, you find people who want to be so much like the big guru in their field. Like if the big guru has made it and she's, you know, on stage and she's pulled together and presented, but then she likes to do videos where she kind of looks schleppy and gross because that's her thing. She kind of earned the right on stage. We know who I'm talking about. She kind of earned the right on stage to look good, that she can be kind of schleppy and gross. But if you're not there, you can't do that. Why do you want to look that bad? So you find what happens is she attracts people who kind of like to look schleppy and gross a lot. There's other people who attract people who want to be like, you know, very orange county and big eyelashes and pink and glittery. And there's other people who are very, you know, athletic and skinny and, and hair extensioned out or whatever it is. So this is sea of sameies and people say, well, it worked for her. It's going to work for me. And none of, you know, it's, we all have to be ourselves. 
everyone has to be ourselves. People do follow tribes. And I'm not saying that, and you always want to be in a tribe where you're aspirational to the people who follow you, because if you don't have something they want, either a lifestyle or an acumen or business, money, or whatever it is, you're not going to find people might be inspired by you. Remember, I wrote an inspiration book, but they also want to aspire to be you. So that's really important. So you can't get these people and go, well, that red jacket looks great on her. I'm always going to wear a red jacket. Or, you know, she has those long, long, crazy hair extensions. Well, I'm going to have them too. And you just see these people. It's like Stepford wives. And you need to just <laughs> It's true. It's like the Stepford marketing wives. And you just need to, like, know what works for you and spin it for you and make it your own and look classy and look relevant and look aspirational and position yourself for success. Because in today's day and age, positioning is the new currency and you can't be a clone. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was starting out my career, I got some advice to dress for the job you want to have, not the one you do have. How can what you wear help you step into a bigger role or a bigger life? Well, I think that when you feel good about yourself, when you feel good about how you carry yourself, it you just exude confidence. And, and you get this feeling about you and people sense it. So they assume that you've done it, right? I remember like when I was in, um, I guess it was college, high school and college, I used to read Vogue then in Harper's Bazaar. And I remember, even though I remember I wanted to be in fashion, they would have these articles of these models in these like fake office settings, right? Maybe sort of lounging against the desk in their beautiful office. And they'd be wearing their stiletto heels and their gorgeous, you know, tiny tights skirts, their pencil skirts and perfect blazers and their hair and back in those days is all like bouncy and beautiful. And I was like, yeah, I want to be in business and look like that. <laughs> you know? I was like, of course I do. But that was all like aspirational stuff. But still, when I would go for job interviews, I would always, I wouldn't want to look like the intern. I wanted to look good. I want to, you, you know, I think it's more important is you shouldn't look like no one knows what you do or look below what you are. You should look like you've made it. Whatever mm -hmm. made it is for you, you should look like you've arrived. Not like you're climbing the success ladder. You should just look and then people will listen to you. Because if you're looking meek and you're looking out of touch and you're looking dated or you're looking lower level, no one's going to listen to what you're saying. If you like it or not, we live in a very, you know, subjective world and how you show up matters and it's just people it, they're they're it's their subtle signals that speak volumes volumes and especially as you're an entrepreneur and you're on home and with, with facebook lives and stuff it's not just what you wear it's the setting behind your video it's where are you in your home do you have like plastic boxes behind you and you look like your office is in your garage or do you have like stuff that's kind of nicely styled behind you that's pretty? Do you have a nice background behind you? Do you are you living up to this feeling of success? And if you think about it, why are you living in a house with horrible plastic boxes behind you? You know, living in an atmosphere, <laughs> working in, I mean, and mind you, I've got some coming out of the side of my closet, but I'm not living in them. It's just like you want to live in an atmosphere that's uplifting. And put an office around you that's uplifting so that when you show it to others, you're proud of it. You're proud of yourself. And it makes you feel good 
better to be sitting in a place that's attractive and, and gets your juices flowing, your creative juices flowing, than be sitting in some dumpy area wearing like old dumpy clothes. It's just that doesn't make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Size does not matter, right? When it comes to dressing well and exuding that air of success or sexiness, I might add, nor does money. Give us some style tips for creating a great wardrobe, regardless of how large or small you are or how much money you have to spend. Well, you know, if you want to talk about size, you can look at my lady Oprah, because Oprah has gone through so many sizes and she's done okay for herself, right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so saying size, you know, it's like, like, I'll do that when I lose the next 10 pounds. I'll do that when I lose the next four pounds. Oh, my God, I can't believe I gained weight. You know, we all have these conversations in our head. I know I do. But you got to get out of the house every day. So you want to make sure that you put yourself and dress yourself in a way that you feel good about yourself. It's the same thing on the, the, your logo on your website, the fonts you use on your website, the colors you use on your website, how you position yourself. They should all be ways that look pleasing, that follows a thread, because if you really go into style and you really go into your brand, you really go into positioning and marketing and understanding these things that once you do, you don't have to think about them every day because they become instinctual to you. You'll see that the colors you like, the style you like, the logos, the shapes of furniture you like, it's, there's, a, there's a parallel. It's you. I mean, people can look at like a piece of furniture or a font to go that looks like Sharon or, or a blouse or shoes. Cause I love shoes almost as much as chairs and fonts, you know? <laughs> but it's just, so when you're worrying about what size, what this, what that, it's just, you need to get in touch with you. Like the Kate, who, what is Kate where, what does Kate look like? What is, you know, Anna look like? What, what makes her tick? So then if your weight changes or your budget changes or your lifestyle changes, you know, maybe you're moving to a different location. Like, you know, I go back and forth from Wyoming to New York City, right? I'm in the middle of Manhattan and I got a place in, in Wyoming where there's cowboys and moose in my backyard. Next week, I'm going to have <laughs> moose in my backyard. And last night, my husband and I were in a restaurant and like this guy who just won, uh, was he in the Golden Globe, walked right past us at the bar. Two different worlds, right? Two different mm-hmm. worlds. And you adapt. I don't have necessarily separate world. Well, I leave those things in Wyoming. But the stuff I take back and forth, it's really the same pieces. I just wear them in a, you know, for what that the situation is. What would look more comfortable in the mountains out west? What's more comfortable in the city? If I'm going to California, what's more comfortable there? So it's just, you know, it's the same stuff. You just adapt. You adapt to the size. You let, it's just knowing how to be flexible. And when you know this stuff and when you own this stuff and someone didn't do it for you, someone didn't dress you, someone didn't style you, Someone didn't brand you, but someone worked with you. So you have your own sense of mastery. It all becomes second nature and you don't have to worry about it. It's when you're farming out somebody else or you ignore it that it becomes a problem. What about when we get to a certain age? I saw an article on the internet recently. It said something about at what age should you stop wearing jeans? Now, I think jeans are pretty much age agnostic, and I feel like if they look good on you and you choose an appropriate style for your body type, what's the problem? Am I wrong? Yeah. No, like I would, Iris Apple is this big style icon. I think she's like 90 or 92 now. Yeah. Um, AP, what is it, APFEL? 
she wears jeans all the time, the crazy jewelry. I think I think you need to stop reading those stupid articles, ladies. You know, <laughs> magazine articles. People write about five. Th- and remind you, I had a newspaper column. I've written magazines. I've styled for magazines. I've had a website. That stuff is entertainment. They're, like if it's on a, a, a morning show, they're sound bites. They're all sound bites. People will say something. Don't wear those jeans. Don't wear because it will spark a conversation like this, right? It, it's going to spark a conversation, or it's just filling up. It's still not matter in the media world. So the more important thing to do is how does it look on you? Should you wear a short skirt when you're 60? Well, do you have like killer legs? Is your skirt maybe not super crazy short, but it's like a little longer? Is it not tight and baby and kind of girly looking, but short, maybe more sophisticated? Well, yeah, then you should wear a short skirt. If you've got, sorry about this whole body positive stuff, but if you're overweight and sloppy and pouring out of your clothes, maybe you should wear something that's a little more flattering to your figure. You don't have to be skinny. Look at Oprah. You don't see rolls and bowls. You know, nobody wants to see that stuff. I know we all have it. You know, people say it's natural. Farting is natural too, ladies. You know, you don't go <laughs> farting in public. That's what I always say. Like, it's natural. Celebrate. Well, you know, lots of things in life are natural. But, you know, it's have a way of presenting yourself that you look great. If you want to go sexy, you know, there's Ashley Graham, the plus-size model. She's big. Big, voluptuous girl. She's showing all sorts of stuff. She looks good. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not size. It's just knowing how to wear things that are flattering for you, that make you feel good, that present you in a great way, that you're not tugging at your skirt when you sit down, that you're not uncomfortable, that, you know, your bra is bulging out of the back. And, you know, the right size undergarments really help. And there's nothing wrong with a little slit shaper. And it's like, not necessarily to wear every day. I believe if you have to wear shapewear every day, you're probably wearing the wrong clothes because who wants to wear that? It's uncomfortable, right? But when you're, let's say, on stage or you're getting a photo shoot or you're taking your own photo or you're doing a video, the lights are brighter on you. It's a different angle. A little shapewear does a good thing. Every, even skinny, anorexic-ish celebrities wear shapewear on the red carpet because of all the lights on them. Smooth things out. So it's like, you know, in the proper situation, there's all these tips and tricks. Nothing is, you know, people aren't running around naked in a, you know, a jersey dress on stage. You know, but people will walk around in like some clingy jersey dress and you can see every piece of cellulite on their butt, you know. Great, but it doesn't really come across as the look you need if you want to succeed. You have a podcast called Seven Days to Amazing, and you've had some great guests on there. What do you talk about and who should listen? I Well, I, anyone should listen. It's the, wor- the worst marketing thing. This podcast is for everybody in the world who <laughs> breathes over four. Never do that. Hone in on your niche. My, my The people who should listen overall are people who either are starting a business, want to start a business, thinking about starting a business, had a business in a transition in their life that they're creating their own business. I really believe that what happens is there's so much information out there and there's so many different things. And there's not, it's in your life, business, and style. At a certain point, it all becomes together because it's you as a person. So every week I have a different guest on where we talk about something that they're known for in that week to make their their life more amazing. And that they can walk away with a couple of takeaway tips and learn how to, you know, I've had everyone from um, 
Joan Juliet Buck, who's the former editor of Paris Vogue, to you know Larry Winget, who's you know the what is what is, what is his thing the what is the pit bull you know, of personal development. Personal development, that's right. <laughs> I'm the poodle of personal development. He's the pit bull, you know, and it's like, and then I've had also marketing people. It's gone through one thing. I've had Allison Levine, who's what, who's climbed the seven summits. I mean, she's one of the, the I think she's top 10 of leadership speakers and she's like the top one or two of female leadership speakers. She'll even tell you that if you listen to that episode, that when she's on stage, it all is about what she's wearing and how she presents herself. That's her message. That makes her feel good. That gives her the confidence. So every time I talk to people, even though we might be talking about business, I have Carol, a really fun episode with Caroline White, who is a brand photographer and she's talked, she was Marie Folio's original photographer talking about how she creates people brand images and you know they'll all tell you the same thing I will go down to style on every one of them because style is the lens through which I see the world because style is who you are it's how you position yourself it's how you present yourself and like I said it's not just what you wear it's your branding it's your business it's everything that's part it's your start your style of whether or not you have integrity in what you do or you don't it's your style is if you keep your word or not it all comes together and it should be authentic and and just real to you as authentic as it can be i asked you this last time but i'll ask you again maybe you'll have a different answer what is one (laughs) book or resource that changed your life that you would recommend to people oh what did i say last time (laughs) uh the arctic seduction i think was uh oh yeah that was a really good book um i actually i just bought about Without exaggeration, I bought about 10 books that I not only bought in hardcover and haven't read yet and packed in a suitcase, but I have added to my iPad because I have been very, very derelict in my book reading lately. I've basically been reading a lot of marketing information. I've been reading in a lot of mastermind information. I, um, I love Frank Kern, if people out there don't um, listen to him, I'm in one of his masterminds and his art of copy and marketing and, and the art of sort of verbal persuasion and positioning and creating a business of something that you absolutely love that people actually come to and not making yourself crazy because you have the information and being forthright and honest and in, in how you present it with what works and what don't work, what doesn't work. So I've been doing a lot of reading like that and I've been doing Oh, but there's hasn't I, I haven't read. If you came to me next week, there's a, a bunch of books that I've got all all stacked up and ready to do. But in all honesty, I have not read a book in about a month. The last one was Brendan Burchard's latest book, which is on productivity and personal development. And now I can't remember the name of it. It's gray and yellow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Brendan Burchard, gray and yellow. Yeah. If it, so, the if late, people want to buy your one. book, it's the latest one, Styleword. Yes. So the best way to get my book is to go to stylewordbook.com. One word, stylewordbook, and there's a link there that will take you to Amazon. And there's also the link there that when you go to Amazon, you can come back and get your free daily planner. So all you need to do is come back there and, and give us your Amazon receipt and you are good to go. And um, 
that'll take you on that. And also, if you want anything on, on how to look great in photos, I really highly recommend you go to howtolookgreatinphotos.com, and I've got a free book there that you can grab as well. But for StyleWord, go to stylewordbook.com, and you can always find me on focusonstyle.com. And since the site's been online since 1999, there's tons and tons and tons of resources there. And presumably we can find your podcast on iTunes? You can find it on iTunes, on Stitcher, um, pretty much all over the place that has that has podcasts. What's next for Sharon Haver? Um, we're launching a new program. <laughs> I'm kind of excited about that. So I'm sort of in the, the building pre-launch video. If anyone out there has not created an online program, let me tell you, it's a lot more work than you think if you really want it to be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that there's a lot of work in keeping it out there and getting it. I know a lot of people are coaches and they prefer a one-on-one way of relating with people. And I do on a very limited basis. I work with people on a one-on-one basis or in a small group from time to time. But I really prefer the one-to-many with, with interaction in between. And I, I think you get more out of it because you come back to things on different times and, you, you know, you get a lifetime access to something. So I've been creating this new program and I've been really going deep in the launch and I'm doing things and presenting things in a different way than I have before. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of loving it. I'm loving the whole minutia of the marketing model and having to get it out because it is a science you don't just like put it out there and then they'll come you know there's a whole way of bringing people in and and doing more interviews and doing even I had mentioned earlier that article I just did in entrepreneur magazine entrepreneur.com and just doing a lot of those things I was on a couple of tv shows last month and just really working in a way for the new program and working with entrepreneurs on a bigger level and really taking in more media. I, you know, I love media. I think everybody as an entrepreneur earns the right to be seen in the media, real media and media you self-create for yourself, which is perfectly cool too. Like I wrote the book and that's my own media. You, I have my podcast. You have your own podcast here. It's your own media, your own website. So even though I might have had a newspaper column out to 400 papers, the, the gist of that was sort of transformed into FocusOnStyle.com, which is transformed into how I run my business, how you can run your business, how you can go out in different ways. So, you know, all this stuff is just – it's such an open playing field for everyone that if it's not coming to you, you can figure out a way of making, making your own place. Style expert, author, personal branding expert, podcast host, and so much more, Sharon Haber. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Kate. I'd love to be here. And thank you for having me as an encore. So cool. I'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Well, I'm glad to know that when I run out to the grocery store with jeans and no makeup, I'm not violating the personal branding code. Seriously, though, how you look does affect how you feel about yourself, your level of confidence, and it can make a big difference in how people receive you and your message. So if you haven't thought about it ever or in a long time, it might be a good idea to give it some consideration. If you have something to add to the conversation, please leave a comment on my Facebook page, First Class Life Solutions. If you have a great story to tell and you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, please click on the link at the bottom of the show page and fill out the survey. If it seems like a good fit, I'll be in touch. If you're listening on iTunes, please give the show a rating, hopefully a good one. 
Please follow the show to be notified of new episodes and tell your friends about it. Next week, my guest will be another Encore Visit, nutritionist and health expert Beth Gillespie. This time, we'll be talking about the change nobody wants, mental decline and Alzheimer's. Tune in to hear about the link between your oral and gut health, nutrition and body chemistry, and your brain health, and key steps you can take to avoid or even reverse a decline in your brain function. I hope you'll join us. Until then, cheers to your authentic first-class life. I'm Kate Fessler. Thanks for listening to Change, Redefining Success. This is the EWN Podcast Network. I'm Sandra Yancey, CEO and founder of eWomen Network. We invite you to listen to all of our EWN Podcast hosts at EWNPodcastNetwork.com.